I get caught pissing in the woman's toilet. There you fucking go. There you go. <laughs> There's a sentence. Right, I can't, I don't even, uh, if I leave this hanging for too long, it's going to make me look like a pure creep, but it's been a fucking mad week, and I'll tell you why it's been a mad week, right? I have decided, I suppose this all leads up to the incident, in a way, I have decided to stop drinking coffee, right? Uh, and give up sugar this week. Now, see, see when I say sugar, I mean like fucking whispers, whisper golds and picnics and lion bars and what else do I like? Boosts uh, and energy drinks, like energy drinks. I've gave them up because they're full of sugar. Plus, I've become off the coffee, so I didn't really see the point in trying to stop the coffee and then go on to the energy drinks because that would make things a hundred million times worse. But um, the re the reason it's happened, the reason it's happened is my my good lady wife hasn't been feeling particularly great recently, and one of the reasons she thinks is because of her caffeine intake. And she only started taking drinking the old coffee when uh, when lockdown happened because we were all stuck in the house and we had two kids that were climbing the fucking walls and we were tired all the time, all the fucking time we were tired. And I was I, the, during that lockdown, I felt like I was angry eighty percent of the time. I was awake, like I just I just had this fucking this thing inside me. But well, I was I, but I've been on coffee for since I was. I don't know, old enough to buy it, maybe, I, d I don't remember, so I'm 36, I probably started drinking coffee when I, properly drinking coffee when I was about 18, 19, maybe, like everyday drinking coffee, so what's that, 20, it's nearly 20 years, it's nearly 20 years I've been in coffee, uh, and it fucking melted me, like it, it totally fucking, like there was a point where, so I've been doing hundreds of stuff, like my, my lion's main mushroom's been working, so my lion's main mushrooms work, uh, is working. It's like I fucking it's grew. It grew out and I dried it and I dried it in the oven. So I took so these three big fucking I don't know what you'd call them. They almost looked like warts. Like do you know what I mean? They were huge, big, massive, bulbous things. So I get three of them off it. Uh, I never weighed it out because I don't. I I I should have weighed it out, but I didn't. I just chopped it up into quarter inch slices and I put it in the oven and I just let it dry out. Right. And some of it was still a bit wet, and I got a coffee grinder, right? And the next day I put it in, I powdered the whole thing up, and I put it in a jar, and, and <laughs> right? honestly, fuck, when I'm telling you this, I fucking laughed for about 10 minutes about this. I thought, this is hilarious. And uh, I got a jar, I got a masonry jar, and I put a label on it that says brain powder. And I just put it on the, I just put it on the shelf, brain powder, and I thought, that is fucking hilarious. Because there'll be people that come into my house and they'll not have a clue what the brain powder is. But I'll know that it's lion's mane mushroom. And I thought, how funny would it be to go to like farmers markets and sell brain powder? Like how tremendous would it be to open Tragic O'Hara's Miracle Elixirs or some shit like that? I was watching Holes. My boy was reading, my, my, my eldest youngling was reading uh, Holes at school, right? And when he finished it, we put the film on. Because that's what you do when you read a book. In it. like you read the book and then you put the film on to see what they got right and what they got wrong um, and we put on holes and there was a bit in it where there was a guy selling miracle onion juice type stuff and, and I was like that's hilarious I, that just goes so well with every, fucking, every stupid name I've got and I was like how funny would it be to turn up in a trailer selling brain powder and then I started thinking about what other stuff you could sell and I was like well, you could grow this, you could make that you could do that and you could sell all these things at the side of a caravan I was like, this is fucking brilliant. So that, that made me laugh for about 20 minutes, right? And uh, 
And I totally forgot what I was talking about. What the fuck was I talking about? So I've been taking the lines, man. Right? I've been taking the lines, man. And I can't say that I've felt any major results yet. But I think the reason for that is because I decided to come off coffee and come off sugar at the exact same fucking time. And then I gave up the fizzy juice. I've been off the fizzy juice. I've had fizzy juice one day this week. I had it on Sunday instead of... So I used to drink wine on a Sunday. Now I'm like, fuck it off, Pepsi Max. So I've managed to get rid of that. I haven't ate any fucking sugar whatsoever, right? Like, um, apart from, like, because it's fucking sugar and fruit. Like, you can't you can't evade it. What I mean is, like, I, I haven't been buying fucking dairy milks. Like, I've, be, I've, get, I've given that up. I've properly stopped that. Um, and the coffee's away. I've been drinking tea. The first day I tried to just go cold turkey off everything, right? And I felt like dog shit. And by about one o'clock, so I was, I'm painting canvases, I've got a commission to do, right? Which I'm pr- proper fucking excited about this commission because it's made loads of other stuff happen in my head when I've been thinking about it. But the I'm painting these two canvases, right? And they're based on like nautical themes. It's for a thing in Greenock. So it's like these two nautical things. So it's like stormy seas and calm seas that I've been painting, right? Which, I, which has been great because I've just used masonry paint. Like, that's what I've used. I haven't used, like, acrylic paint. Well, I did. I used a wee bit of acrylic paint that I've had lying about in a drawer for ages. But I just got that... that I've got a big bucket of white masonry paint. And I just started decanting it into smaller buckets and then adding that mulch pigment that you get and just creating more colours and then just mixing them up and just painting them. And at one point, I was painting with a roller because I'd ran out of brushes. So I just used a roller sleeve. And I was like, this is how I should paint. As, that was the realisation I had, was I should fucking paint like this. But one of the reasons I hate doing canvases is because I feel like I have to then revert to brushes. And then I need to use all these kind of things that have techniques that I don't really use when I'm painting a wall. And then the more I've been doing it, I'm like, oh, fuck, it is basically just the same kind of thing, but it's not. But if you use the same sort of thing, sorry, I'm going to need to take this off. Oh, there's been another thing I need to tell you about. So the the I've been doing that, um, and it's been good. And, if, and I had a pure crash, that's what I was saying. I had a, a, a proper crash at, uh, I was about halfway through them. About halfway through the day, about half 12, and I just folded. I just lost all my fucking, I don't know what you would call it. It just, all my energy just dropped out me. And I was like, that's the coffee. That's what that is. That's you, that's you now coming off the coffee and you're, it's out, this caffeine's out of your system. And then my legs get really sore, like that bit of my back that played up in January, that started fucking going, and I was like, I don't fucking feel right, and um, then and the sugar probably made a big difference in that too. And then the next day, I kind of I I started drinking tea, and he's like, right, we'll stick to the tea for a while, and we'll see how that goes, rather than going pure cold turkey off fucking everything. But man, that fucked me up. That's been it's been a long time I've been on caffeine, and now I'm like, I'm just going to come off just to see what happens, because there's a bit of me that thinks that, um, ah, right, because I had this conversation in my head with myself, because this is what I do, right, about how, so when I made music, right, taking you back to when I made music, right, I would aggravate myself, is that probably the way to say it? I would do things that would aggravate myself because I think that I would make better music when I when I done it. So, for example, what I mean by aggravate, I mean I would drink heavily. I would I would drink heavily till the next day I woke up rough as fuck. And then when I had the fear, see when I had that fear, which is the reason why I gave up drinking. When I when I when I had that fear that nothing was going right and everything was terrible and I was going to amount to nothing and death was imminent, that's when I would write songs. And that's why I, I struggle to go back and listen to my songs or even play them. 
because I, I genuinely don't fucking might this might make me sound like an artist but i genuinely don't fucking feel like that anymore like i don't whatever that was i'm past i'm way past it like, so now when i'm playing music i'm just farting about and i suppose there is some sort of stuff that kind of comes out but it's not as easy it's not as easy I think it's harder for me to write it because I feel happier and I never really taught myself how to write happy music. <laughs> I only really taught myself how to write sad music and angry music. Do you know what I mean? Like, I never really done the happy thing, um, to be fair, which is fucking weird now that I think about it. So I don't really know if the Lion's Mane, been, Lion's Mane has been doing anything to me, if I'm honest, but that's because I've decided to fucking do all this stuff at the one time. Oh, right, so... Maybe I should talk about this pissing thing. <laughs> Maybe I should actually fill you in on what happened. That's tea, by the way. That's tea that I'm drinking. The my Himalayan salt water is down there, and a three point six whatever a whatever a gallon is three point six liters. I think a gallon is. That's what it is. Which leads me back to my first thing about how I got caught pissing in the, the in the ladies' toilet. So uh, after I finished that thing in the primary school, remember I said, which is I listen to that. Jesus Christ! After I finished that thing in the primary school, I went pissing in a lady's toilet. Like that's fucking terrible, man. This is one of those ones. If someone went through this and just pulled out that little bit of information, I'd get the jail. I would. That would be it. I'd get the jail. I'd lose my PVG and I'd be signing on every fucking Monday down at the fucking wherever they make you sign on because I've never signed on at that. But do you know what I mean? I've never signed on at that. But we need to register that you're here. I'm here again. I've been pissing the toilets. Do you know what I mean? That line. That, <laughs> I've never had to join that line. Um, but the fucking <laughs> the I done the primary school thing, and when I was doing it, I was because like it was three groups of young folk, and I think they had about twenty five minutes to half an hour each. I was there for about an hour and a half, and I was rinsing through my Himalayan salt water in the gallon because I've got a gallon of it, and I I don't quite. I haven't quite figured out where to decant it yet because I need it with me at all times or I won't drink it. Like, I have to have it there. So it's this massive, big fucking thing. And I breezed through that water while I was in the, while I was in the primary school. And then when I left the primary school, as soon as I got in my car, I was like, you should have peed. You should have definitely peed when you left here. Um, and obviously I didn't because I went to my next meeting. I went to my next meeting, which was... Now, I'm going to need to say this in a political sort of way. The The person that I went to meet addressed me by my nickname. So they did. And then within the first kind of 10 minutes of the addressing me of and my nickname had said, if we don't like it, we'll just paint over it. And I was like, I'm out of here, man. I'm away. I'm not doing this kind of thing. But that was after the toilet incident. That's, that's it. I'm out of this. Which led me on to my next thing. Which led me on to my next thing because I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to create a brochure that I'm going to do. Now, for some reason, this is this is going to sound mental when I say this, right? So Sustrans, I don't know if you, if you know who Sustrans are. Sustrans are the, is it a cycling charity type of thing? I don't really know that much about it. I know that they've, I've done work with them before. Remember the jellyfish sculptures? They were one of the funders on that. And that Adrosin mural that I painted, they were one of the funders on that. And when I was, <laughs> when I was eating a, a black pudding supper, what a change in lifestyle, by the way. What a change in lifestyle because I haven't fucking... I don't know why I do it to myself. I keep going back the way. I keep I keep reverting back to... I was doing this thing. Remember that vandalism thing I was painting, right? I was painting at that and they'd run out of rolls when I was there. And I was like, can I get a couple of rolls and bacon? And the the, the, the person behind the counter was like, I've, we don't have any rolls left. But after they took him, take my order and all that, she goes, we can do you a piece. I was like, a piece and bacon's fine. I'm fucking fine for pieces and bacon. So, But they made me two pieces and bacon, right? 
And I think they felt bad the fact there was no rolls, so they loaded these fucking things up with like half a pig, right? Which sounds amazing, but after I ate them, I was sleeping. Like, I was out. I'm like a shark when it comes to stuff like that. See, if you feed a shark too much, you just stop. It's just like, fuck it, I've ate. Fuck it, I've ate. Nothing's going to eat me. I'm a fucking shark. <laughs> like, that's kind of... Killer whales eat sharks, though. Have you ever seen those videos on YouTube with the killer whales? Like, a killer... I watched a thing and it was a killer whale versus a great white shark, and a great white shark was just, like, fucking... I suppose it'd be like me fighting The Undertaker. Like, that would have been it. The Undertaker comes up quite a lot in this. So he does. I don't know why, but he does. He comes up quite a lot. But he... He would kick my, my ass. That would be it. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm tall, but he's fucking huge. Like, that would have been it. Like, that's kind of the thing with killer whales and sharks. So one of the reasons I decided to come off the caffeine was to see if this stopped. That was one of the reasons. To see if these mad jumps between logic and jump between things stopped. But what it feels like it's done is it's almost stopped my stuttering. That's what it feels like it's done. Do, doing. Oh, fuck it, there you go. Maybe it's not. I haven't been doing it long enough to figure this out. But the, it feels like it's... I'm, I'm trying to stop the stuttering. As, as well and I thought maybe the caffeine would be something to do with that so stop that's one of the reasons why I stopped the caffeine but I'm still trying to figure it out I've only been off it what well, Saturday, Sunday was it the Friday I came off it yeah it was the Friday it was the Friday so it's only been three days this is four days but I've been off the sugar five days which to be fair I don't really miss the sugar now to be fair to be fair I don't really miss it like I was doing I think I've got this horrible habit as soon as I finish my dinner is, and I make, I put the I take my plates I take the plates through and I sit them down and I go to the sweetie drawer I go to the sweetie drill and I'll eat sweeties and then I'll have a then I would have a coffee after that. So I'll make a pot of coffee in the morning. There was a point I was drinking two pots of coffee a day, by the way. But I have a pot I would have a pot of coffee in the morning. I'd drink two before I leave left the house. And then whatever happened when I was out of the house, I would just it wouldn't matter. If somebody offered me a coffee, I would say yes. So I'd probably drink about another three or four coffees, then probably a Red Bull on top of that. And then when I got home I would have one before my dinner, then I would crash, and I would have one after my dinner, plus the sugar. So that's where I was. That's what I'm now, I'm down to a tea. I'm down to a tea in the morning and a tea in the afternoon, and I'm trying to just see where it goes um, to see if it does make any difference. Because I do feel like for a long time I was trying to aggravate this thing by drinking caffeine and by taking stuff just to see where it would kind of take me, where that that energy came from. But then I had to think, think about it, and I was like, no, it's in you, man. It must be in you. It's not a... It's not a thing that you get from exterior sources. It's a thing that's inside you because you had it for years before you started drinking caffeine and before you started drinking alcohol and before you started doing all that other stuff that you do. Like, But I haven't given that stuff up. Like, I haven't gave up the, the herbs because I enjoy the herbs and the herbs take me places where I think about brochures, which is what I've talked about. Right, so sustenance. <laughs> when I was painting the mural in Adrossan, so a representative from sustenance came up and I was talking to them and they went away for and made a, a discussion about a couple of things and then they went away. And when they came back, I was eating my lunch and I was in my I was in my car eating a black pudding supper and she just appeared at the window, chap, 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 and I rolled the window down, stinking of grease. Do you know what I mean? Stinking of chips. Uh, and then and she had mentioned would how would you feel about talking at our annual conference? And I was like, Yes, I'll talk at your annual conference. I talk at annual conferences all the time. I fucking do it all the time. I'm constantly talking at people's annual annual conferences. And then they sent me an email asking me if I would do it, and I'm like, fucking yes, I'll do it. So I'm going to turn up and I'm going to talk about the thing in a dross and then and talk about I think public art in general, which is a fucking riot when you think about it, because I don't I'm the furthest thing from a public artist that you could be. But then I don't really think I'm a graffiti artist either. Now I've kind of I've become into the realms of science. I'm thinking about turning this place into a laboratory, so I'm um, doing that for a while. But the but that's what the that's what I'm going to be doing. 
uh, and I don't know how, oh, so the brochure, and I was like, yeah, you'll write a brochure, that was where this whole thing came from, because there's been a couple of things that have came up, especially with the, whether they call me tragic or they don't, it's coming up constantly, it's coming up all the time, it's happening at least two or three times a week, someone addresses me as something else, and then there's always like a backhanded thing, like they don't really want me to do it, and they don't really know what I'm doing, and they don't really know the sort of stuff that I do, and I've got to try and prove to them that I'm the person to do it, and I don't want to do that, fuck them. In the nicest way possible, fuck them. Like I don't, I don't want to do it, so I'm not, so I'm not going to do it. I, I, so I refuse. I refuse to play that game anymore. I'm done. I'm finished. I, that's it. I, if if I turn up and I need to do any convincing, if you've invited me out, because that's the thing. If you've invited me out and then I need to convince you that I'm the right person you, you should have invited out, I'm fucking over it. I'm not doing it anymore. Like that's it. I know other ways to make money. There is enough people out there now through working really fucking hard. <laughs> really fucking like g g without using that whole entrepreneur thing with the grind and stuff like that but like fucking really working hard and having a clear cut vision and idea in my head that I want to achieve I've managed to weed out a lot of this kind of stuff and there's a lot of organisations who address me as tragic and would like me to do stuff with them and I'm like right cool I'll just advertise to them so I'm going to write a brochure I'm going to write a brochure about how it'll just be like Community Art by Tragic O'Hara that, that's what it'll be and it'll be like the sculptures I've made and the murals I've painted and my method and the way that I do it and all that sort of stuff. And then if anybody goes, would be interested in working with you, I'll hand them a brochure and that's it. And I'll have a minimum price in my head to work with people and that's it. That's it. And then everything I do off the back of that, I just it's me doing the things that I want to do. This has been a long time coming, but it, I kind of feel like... I kind of feel like I'm now at the point where I'm like, I kind of just need to do it. I kind of need to bin that part of my psyche I suppose your ego that kind of takes it because that that's the thing with the ego thing when I think about like when I think about whether or not I want to make a brochure a brochure there you fucking go put a pamphlet whatever you would call it as a brochure but you would put it out is it a pro project proposal I don't know what you would be I've been calling it brochure but you would the bit that would stop me from handing that out is thinking what someone would think about me handing that out that's what stops me from doing it. That's the same thing that stops me from going, I'm going down the studio, but the studio doesn't really work for me. But you know what I mean? There's been a lot of things that I have not done because I've thought, oh, maybe they won't think I'm cool by doing this. And that that's the truth. That's something that has been, it's always been there. But in the last kind of couple of weeks, I've been like, ah, fuck it, fuck this. Fuck it. There's been too many opportunities that have arisen and people are, uh, uh, that, that, I'd be I'd be stupid not to do it. I would it, it feels right, so therefore to go and do it. So I'm writing a brochure, that's what I'm doing. And that kind of kicked off because of the because of the meeting that I had with this person, which no damage to them because they when you go and you meet these people and, and they are interested in their product and you're interested in yours and you need to find a place in between. Right? Whereas sometimes when you meet people and they don't address you it's, well, they don't address me as tragic, because I think myself, I think of myself as three, three people. That's mental. That is fucking mental to say that out loud. But I've always kind of felt thought, thought of myself as three people. There's my real name, right? Which, even in that primary school, when I turned up, that's what they wanted to know. What's your real name? That was the first thing they wanted to know. What's your real name? And they were flabbergasted that I was six foot four. That was the two things that were like, what's your real name, what's your real name? And I just lied, like I usually do. I just lied about it because 
I haven't been called my real name from like from only people that called me my real name were my parents and my teachers. That would have been it, uh, and other people's parents for a while, and that and and I stopped getting called that when I was seven. So I did, and then I get called my nickname, and I get called my nickname for years until I was about twenty two, twenty one, maybe, and then I came up with the tragic Ara thing, and now I know. I've got this, the the person I am, and then you've got the tragic thing, which is the character, but at the same time, it's it's not a character. It's the kind of, I don't know how to describe it. And you sound like a wank when you're trying to describe it, but this helps me separate these things in my head. When I hear my real name, it takes me back to a person that I don't want to be. That's that's what it does. So when I, when I am addressed by my real name, it takes me back to this person that I was when I was trying to get through school and trying to get to the end of it and not really want to be there and all the fucking hor- horrific anxiety stuff that was going on and all that sort of stuff. That's that person, but I'm not that anymore. So when I left school, I adopted my nickname and everybody I introduced myself to, the lecturers that I met, the adults that I met, the parents that I met, all those sort of stuff, I was always my nickname. That's always who I was. And then when I moved into doing the music stuff and all that, anybody that I met, through music, I would introduce myself as tragic first, and then eventually, if we had a really good working relationship, they would get to know the other, but that's what it was, so it kind of kept people at arm's length, in a way. I don't really know why I'm talking about it, to be fair, but that's kind of what I'm doing. So with this brochure thing, I'm like, no, that's what I'm going to do, I'm going to hand that out to people, I'm going to print them up, I'm going to take them to this annual conference, so after my thing, I'm going to go, I've got brochures, if anybody wants to have a look, this is how I This is how I do community art, this is how I feel that community art should be done and, done and why I think it's important, kind of, kind of thing, because I do like it, I, 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 in fact, I would go as far to say that I, I love it, I, pr- I prefer it, because... As much as I would love to be able to people just to go, I just want you to paint something on my wall, that's great, but it always comes with something else. Do you know what I mean? I, I think I'll get I think I'll get there eventually. Like I think I'll get there eventually. I just don't know when. But anyway, I get caught passing in the women's toilet. <laughs> and the reason that it happened was I was um I, I drank my three and a half litres, three point six litres of Himalayan salt water and was now going into this meeting. And I was like, I'm going to pee. But I was like 10 minutes early for the meeting. And I was like, if I go in the now, then that person's not going to be ready. I'm going to ask you. I was like, I'm not doing that. It just felt like too much of a weird transition. So I, I went to the public toilet, but it was in a mad rush. And I just went in. And as you know, if you're a long-time listener to the podcast, I go shy, guys. I go shy, guys. I do not like to pee at a urinal. I don't like the idea of other people coming in in my my cock being fucking visible in front of other people I don't, I'm not into it I don't like the idea of it uh, I, so I don't I don't do it plus I don't like the idea of all the splashback going over the top of me and then someone else's pish going over the top of me I'm not a fan of it I never will be I never will be so I just went straight to the cubicles I just went straight to the cubicles as I do as is my nature right and the first thing I thought is this place is a fucking hovel. This place is disgusting. Like this is fucking. It's, I've been in a lot of guys' toilets, and this is the worst. This is one of the worst. And I, I came out right. And as I came out, um, a guy went, "Mate, that's a woman's toilet." And I was like, "Oh Christ, I never knew." And he goes, "I was going to tell you." And I was like, "Well, you fucking should. You fucking should have. You should have tell, told me." Like when you see me going down, you should have fucking told me. And in my defence, the sign was in the back of the door, and the door was open. Do you know what I mean? But that's how I went in, and, I, and I, I, there was a point where I was in 
when I was in that other meeting and I was talking to people and I was doing my thing, I was like, I'm a fucking creep. That's a, what a creepy bastard. Do you know what I mean? But it was a total, total fucking accident. It was a total accident. Um, so that was it. It wasn't really a big fucking deal. The police never came, which was fucking handy. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I wouldn't like the police to appear. But I was in and out, pardon the pun. I was in a pee and I left. The, and then, right, so I've been coming off the caffeine and I've been working on my... Now, I, I've talked about it before. I've actually made a YouTube video about it uh, and I'll never make another one again by the looks of it. But I've got these books that I keep... I, I kind of work on stuff inside it and I keep all my things in the right order and, and my list goes in there and all those different things, right? And I keep them with me all the time. Now, on... Fuck, was it Friday? No, it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday when I came off the caffeine and the sugar. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't because I was drinking. My car broke down. My car broke down outside Glasgow. Got like an hour away from, from my house. My car broke down and we had, I had to phone the AA to come and get me and, and take me back. So I'm, I'm without a car now and it was a bit of a fucking, oh, this is shit. This is just, this is going to be bad. you know what I mean? Uh, because I don't, I, I don't know anything about cars and I'm, something to do with diesel injection, the thing in my bobbles. I, I don't know anything about them. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that kind of kicked me in the teeth a wee bit. But I got home and my good lady wife was like, um, there's a present for you out the back door, but you're going to shut your eyes. I was like, right, cool, cool. And at first I thought, at first I didn't know what it was. At first I thought it was a tree. I thought maybe she's bought me a tree. Because I've been talking about all these growing fruit things and all that. And I was like, maybe she's bought me a tree. And then she'd, sorry, I'm, I'm going to butt. Sorry, that was that was that was horrific. That must be the tea. That must be the tea. I've swept, switched over to oat milk as well. We're trying to give up the dairy thing for no other reason than my good lady wife is trying to figure out what's making her feel unwell. So I'm just going with the flow with it. I, I don't love milk so much that I'm. I don't go well. That this marriage worked very. This marriage was fine until you decided to take me off the milk. Do you know what I mean? So I've kind of jumped over that, and I can't notice a difference. To be fair, actually, actually, the tea's stronger. The taste of the tea stronger, but maybe that's my taste buds coming back because I've stopped eating the sugar, and it's because that's another thing that they say is when you when you stop eating when you stop eating sugar, your taste comes back because you've been hit with this refined taste for years, like refined that it's processed to the point where it's like you, nothing natural could make that. It has to be chemically enhanced. It has to be refined. And your taste starts to come back. So maybe it's a bit of that as well. But I don't know because I've done it all the one time. I haven't just went, all right, I'll try this this week and I'll move on to this. I've just went, fuck it. And I've decided to give everything up and take everything at the same time. And she said to me, um, it's out the back door. And she got me to shut my eyes. I put my hat over my head and she opened up. And it was a whiskey barrel. A giant whiskey barrel for doing cold plunges in. And honest to fuck, I am not joking when I say this, that is the be that was an early birthday present, it was the fucking best thing I think I've ever got, uh, ever, if, like, I was like, this is fucking perfect, because I do my cold showers every day, I do a cold shower every morning, right, and it's a minute in the cold shower, but see this thing, it's a totally different ball game, getting into this thing, because there's a bit... There's a bit where I get in the shower where I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable. But see, as soon as my I put my legs in that thing and I dunk myself down, my body instantly says, get out. Get out of this thing right now, you absolute fucking lunatic. That's what it, that's what it does. And then I stay in for three minutes. Three minutes is my base time. Three minutes. The longest I've done is eight and a half minutes. I posted that onto my Instagram. 
And the way that that happened was by accident because the first time that I'd done it, I just put my headphones on and I went through my playlist and I just skipped till I found two songs right next to each other that were really good. And the first one was Cracked Actor by David Bowie and the second one was Frankie, Frankie Sinatra by the Avalanches, right? And when I was in doing that, um, I got through the David Bowie one and then it's da Danny Brown. Danny Brown does the first verse on uh, that song, Frankie Sinatra by the Avalanches and then MF Doom comes in this it's the last verse. I think he only does sixteen bars in that. I think Danny Brown does two bars, two two sets of sixteen. I think. And then uh, I was like, right, I'm going to stay in here until because I was starting to shake, I was starting to shudder, and I was like, right, I'm going to stay in here until Danny Brown's second verse. And then I got onto Danny Brown's second verse. And I went, Do you know what? I ain't leaving here till I hear Doom. I I am not leaving here until I hear MF Doom. And then MF Doom started rapping. I was like, well, I'm not leaving here until Doom's finished. <laughs> I'm not leaving here until Doom's done. And then we got to the end of Doom. And then it does this sample where it goes into the Raindrops and Roses thing. Is that for the sound of music? It goes into that. And I was like, right, I'm not leaving until that's finished. And I get out and it was like six and a half minutes. I was like banging. The second time I went in, I was like, right, the first tune was Sepultura, Roots, Bloody Roots. So like, that'll do. And then the second song would have been... Devil May Care, Mum and Dad Don't by the Brian Jonestown Massacre, right? And I was like, I'll get through the Sepultura one, then I'll play it by ear because the Devil May Care song is a, is a, about a five and a half, six minute. And by the time I'd put on Roots Bloody Roots and I'd set myself up and I was in, I just ran the timer just to see where I'd end up. And I got into, into the BGM, into the Brian Jonestown Massacre, and then I got to a point where I was like, right, I am not coming out now until I hear Anton Newcomb sing again. And I wasn't aware that he didn't sing for the rest of that song. And I stayed in for the rest of the song. And I was like, is that it fucking finished? And as I climbed out, um, was it Knock On Wood? I don't, who, Eddie Floyd. That tune, that was the tune that came on as I was climbing out. And I seen it was eight and a half minutes. And I was like, fucking hell, man. Um, but I couldn't do that every day. I don't think I could do that every day because you, I've got a routine to get out the door. But I've been doing three minutes every day, and it has. I think I feel. I think it's making a massive difference to the way that I think and the way that I. Um, I feel. I feel like, I feel like I am. I, I can maintain a positive, attitude for longer, when I do the cold plunge in the morning. I feel like I get. I get further into the day without that negative what's the point and nothing, you're never going to amount to anything thing appears um, because it used to appear about lunchtime <laughs> now I feel like it doesn't really do anything until after dinner and then yesterday I f felt good all day about all the stuff that I've got planned in my head that I'm not really talking about right now because I can't I could, but I won't until I until I find out another bit of information. I think when I get this bit of information back, if it's a yes, which I hope it is, obviously I hope it's a yes, uh, I'll just start talking about it. I'll just start talking about it. But until I get that, I'm not doing it kind of thing. So yeah, and in the back of my book, I was talking about the back of my book, I've, I've written down like a list of like seven or eight things that I want to do every day. So, like, the cold plunges there, the lines, mains there. I want to start getting back into doing the push-ups because I totally fucking stopped that. I totally stopped the push-ups. Uh, there's a wee bit about meditating. I'd like to try and do a bit of meditating. Um, the Wim Hof method's there. What else is there? A stretch. 
stretching and I want to see how many ticks I can get a day and just kind of going through it and seeing and seeing where I where I find easy and where I find difficult and the things that I find difficult kind of change them. For example, see the stretching thing. The stretching thing I find difficult um, but I think it's because it becomes a bit monotonous sitting in the same position where the things I've been watching other people do now on TikTok, which is where I get the most of my information to be fair, mobility is what I should be working on, not stretching. So maybe I'll try the stretching for a while and see if I dip and if I dip, switch over to the mobility thing and see how it goes. Because I'm genuinely just kind of working on myself now. That's why I'm saying I'm thinking about turning this place into a laboratory because I'm being serious about that. Like the working on self and trying to figure some of the stuff out that works for me um, and then sharing the information in the relative forms as in like a, a book that you've written called A Practical Guide to Walrus Chasing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of where I'm coming at. Or sharing it in here, kind of thing. Without that pretentious, horrible, you should do this because if you don't, you're a bastard. Because I feel that you get that quite a lot for certain things. Like, you should be this because if you don't, you're a bastard. And you're like, well, I don't feel like I'm a bastard. I just feel like one person just trying to figure it out as I go along. I don't feel like I'm being a bastard if I drink milk. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel like it, but I can go live without it. That's the kind of stuff I'm thinking about. Do you know what I mean? But I think I've got to leave this here. I think I've covered everything. I think I've covered everything. Um, but that happened on the Monday. That happened literally after I'd finished my podcast. I was like, that's your sentence. And then the rest of the week, I just thought, ah, there's been hundreds of stuff happened, but that's your sentence. Just use that. And we'll get to the end of it eventually. So that we'll just leave it here. Fuck it. We'll just leave it here. So thank you very much for your time. Because it's the most important thing you've got. And I will catch you next time on Confessions of a Walrus Chaser.